0: You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at Nerdtonomedia.com.
1: Broadcasting from the Blanchistan Center. This is Phoenix FM. This is 92.5 Phoenix FM.
2: Community radio for Dublin 15. It's J.B. Jeremy Borash,
3: and you are listening to Darrell O'Connor on the...
2: Welcome to Phoenix 92.5 FM, the com, and Near to know Media.com and of course, True Penny Channel over on James True Penny Channel. Do go over, check out all those links because there's so many shows, a lot of them for free. And uh, if you don't want them to be free, well, we have a Patreon as well and we would appreciate those X-Pac Euros. My name is Daryl Connor. Welcome to The Wrestling Rewind, the only wrestling podcast by wrestling fans who don't hate wrestling. Um, I'm not alone. Of course, I'm joined by the one, the only, the one and oh, undefeated Mr. Martin Herdy.
1: How's things? How are you, sir? How are you doing? I do you know what? I feel reinvigorated with a new sense of purpose. Do you ever have something like hanging over you, just for a like long the sword time? of Damocles? Yeah, exactly. And and you feel like you can't move on with your life until it's done. Well, look, this punk thing has been hanging over me. Like we look, we've made the challenge. I set up the date in the square and Cross McGlenn. He didn't show up. Um, How dare you! Like we, I, know, I know there was so many disappointed uh, uh, South Armenians, um, but I've 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 broken through and I've I've gotten this hex off me back. So I this week I had the absolute pleasure of downloading AEW Fight Forever. Uh, Legally. Legal, oh, I, I I swear to God, he bought AEW, it. <laughs> AEW is one of the few corporations that I don't steal from. Uh, <laughs> we
3: do not
2: know um, nor endorse that. <laughs> well,
1: I, I, I mean,
3: Martin I does. do. I,
1: we <laughs> Martin does, we don't. <laughs> um But uh, yeah, so I, I I made myself in the game, and I was scrupulously accurate. You okay. know, give him a bit of a bald head, They give him a bit of a punchy tummy I you know give him give him a bit of a limp give him a you know didn't like I, I was I was very accurate with how I made it doesn't myself sound like you're accurate, it doesn't
2: sound like accurate at all it sounds like you were trying to make Gollum
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, mean, I I I'm, met you in the, person there was no limp And anyway continue. So continues you find me Crawling around, sleeve gullion in South Armagh. I mean, I think right, you're being too. I think you're being I too harsh on yourself, I think too harsh in yourself here. Back. Do you know what? Maybe I am. Maybe, maybe I just wanted to make sure. So okay. maybe I didn't craft myself. Maybe I crafted like the like the Tesco value version. I think myself. so. I I right? think this is way too harsh. Right. So I crafted that in Fight Forever, and then I set up a match with Punk. And I batted the life out of him. And then I thought, no, that's only one. That's not a that's not a proper test. You know, we need to do kind of a, a series of different litmus tests. I got him in a ladder match. I got him in an exploding barbed wire death match. I got him in a false count anywhere. I had Punker couldn't bait me once. And I have to say it's why underscore now I understand why he hasn't responded to any of our challenges. And this wasn't was even
2: it. you, this was your your Tesco value version. This is the
1: Tesco value, like uh this is the Martin sandwich that's about to go out of date. So they throw it in the in the wee fridge up the front and you can buy it for ninety-nine cents. Like this was exactly so imagine but, if um, you
2: met the real Martin, he, does he know, he you know, he knows what? he knows what's coming. In fact, and
1: now, when I think about it, I actually think Punk's not being a coward, and he's he's <laughs> not being mean. I think he's being um, he's being kind because he knows I'm a huge fan of his work, and he knows like even though he's a a gob shizzle due respect to the good people of Phoenix FM Alleg- um, allegedly a gobshizzle <laughs> Alleg- allegedly a gob-shizzle. Um he knows that I am a huge fan of him professionally yes. yes and he knows how much it would break my heart to kill him so
2: <laughs> there is a I, game there, there is a game we've... where you, there is a game where you can do that though
1: is, is is this a UFC game? No,
2: <laughs> oh, well, no, it, it's Wrestling Empire where you know ah wrestlers just die <laughs> and there's the funeral, and then the match breaks up at the funeral. So I mean, <laughs> but
1: I think I think now me and Punk, I think You're the feud's even? over. Yeah, You're I think fine. we've we've reached a new understanding. He yeah. knows I could kill him, but he also knows that I don't want to kill him.
2: But well, I fair. think
1: now we can we can move on to different feuds. You know, okay. I can set uh, who, who should I set in my sights for for 2-0? Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. But you just don't like him because he raps.
2: No, I don't like him because of his team music. It doesn't have oh, rap, it has ska. The...
1: Oh. oh, ska. Yeah. I like a wee bit of ska. Yeah, but not that. <laughs> I don't know. It depends what mood you're in. That's fair. You have to be. You have to be having a herbal cigarette to, <laughs> to properly enjoy a bit of scare.
2: Anyway, anyway, look we'll think about it uh, and if and if a feud pops up we'll then we'll just have to restart it and try to get yeah. to the
1: 2-0 I mean obviously
2: don't be silly don't say like Brock Lesnar or something <laughs> no, that's a dead wish or New Jack New Jack would probably ride himself up back from the grave and come
1: uh, no, yeah New Jack would just walk into the ring and like shoot me
2: <laughs> but he's dead so it's, got, that, it's kind of hard for him to do that now well that's, uh, that's worse than he'll
1: bite me and then I'll be undead
2: as he go. That's what I mean, he'd be a zombie. He'd be like, oh, there you go, I gotta go do it.
1: Um, okay, anyway, so... But, uh, if you'd like to suggest who my next feud should be, <laughs> throw us an next auto
2: Absolutely, do. You can go over to our Patreon where you can where there's different tiers. More ad by the week, because we have an on and joke. <laughs> keep, and making just, <laughs> keep
1: making this Keep making Yeah come Yeah. Uh, Drop uh, us a Martin's feud €4.88. A Virgil tenor Virgil tenor, was it we up we, we don't even remember them. We keep coming up with these ridiculous things, and we don't even remember them
2: uh, i I usually get them when I edit the show, and my God, that was good, and I go back and add them, so
1: that's what we're trying to do. But uh, see, this is why everybody needs a Dara in their life. Dara <laughs> is the the pillar. The absolute the, the support beam that holds this entire enterprise together.
2: I appreciate that, man. I, I don't know. I just have the software that allows me to edit. That's all. That's
1: you have, the, you have the software, but hey, you also have the
3: hardware.
2: Oh, there we go. There we go. So look, this week, guys, we are going to do something a little bit different. Uh, we're recording on Friday. Money in the Bag is tomorrow. We might touch on that, um, but we're going to obviously look at that next week. But... So much rest this week. Holy hell. Um, I had no internet for like three days at the start of the week so I actually missed Forbidden Door. We are going to talk about Forbidden Door. I still haven't seen it. I've only only saw the punk match there as we were like talking earlier on. It's, it's so double forbidden for you. I was, Man, I couldn't believe it. I, I got back from, from the seminar and my internet died and they're like, oh, we'll fix it on ter- Tuesday. I'm like cool because I have nothing to do on It's not like I work from home or anything you know
1: Dara Dara like I'm the big EW mark but Dara actually loves AEW more than me and he loves it so much that he won't like break kayfabe so whenever there's a pay-per-view <laughs> called Forbidden Door, or he won't watch it he's like
2: oh no it is forbidden forbidden Tony says no <laughs> Tony they should call it that Tony says no Tony says <laughs>
1: <laughs> should be the name of the pay-per-view deadly <laughs> Tony, <laughs> Tony says no Tony says no you know it'd just be it'd be like John Moxley coming out <laughs> and like a wrapped in barbed wire like an exploding <laughs> baseball bat coming up against Kenny Omega who's got like like a a broom covered in like razor blades and then they stand <laughs> in the middle of the ring and then uh, what do you call him the announcer and he just says lads Tony says no and then they just go back to the locker
2: room <laughs> <laughs> oh man it'd be amazing thinking of the heat it'd um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> be unbelievable um, yeah so that didn't happen, but we are going to talk about it. Martin did see it, so we're going to talk about that uh, for half the show. But the other half of the show, the first part of the show, is uh, more recent because it happened last night. I actually, randomly, on
1: a whim, went to go see WWE Live in I, Dublin. I love this. Like, how many podcasts will do a review of a house show? This is... I, I'm, I'm really excited to hear this. I have to say, right, so it was
2: <laughs> it was wild because I was like... Usually, okay, back in the day, I used to just go with Gary, to get we get we got some cheap seats and we just like sit up in the rafters and watch it and just have a laugh. Uh, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go by myself. I'll, I'll get
1: like who's l- Gary? Gary sounds delightful.
2: Ah, uh, Gary's great. Gary used to host the the wrestling rewind. Uh, the the pro the the um the previous incarnation of the wrestling rewind for many years. Um, I mean, I'm gonna it do hurts it. Me. Hurt that you did you did a version of this without me, but it I wasn't the sh- same. It, it wasn't the same show, though, Maren. It,
1: <laughs> it was know, it really it was wasn't. Pro- it was professionally run. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 it didn't require such stringent editing.
2: <laughs> no, the thing about it was, it wasn't. Uh, a lot of it was. Oh my God, WWE is so terrible. Uh, why? Oh, why why we're are we so why, different? Why are we watching this? Yeah, but then it'd also be like, oh my god, TNA is on fire at the moment. It wasn't. It didn't have the fun that we have. Where it's like, let's watch good wrestling and stuff that doesn't. Could could we do a retro yourself.
1: episode? Could we get Gary back in for one? Or is he gone?
2: Uh, I, or is he? I don't know. He, he has. He has like a wife and a kid now, and all that kind oh. of stuff. I could ask him. I could ask him. I mean, I, I think wives I think he and get children the get the band back together. Get the, I I think I could coax him back in uh, to do for, one for, show. W-
1: for one night only.
2: <laughs> well, are we are we literally just going to Impact Wrestling now? Where do you have no, a no, one night no. Series? But
1: but because he said he has a wife and a kid, so I didn't want to say like the ECW like one night stand. So then he has oh, okay. to say to his wife. Uh, sorry, can you look after the children tonight? I have to go and do one night stand. It's like, oh man, oh man! Like, Mrs. Look, Gary will react. I, I, I will ask
2: him. I will ask him. I, I, I think he might. I will ask him because it's been a, it's been a while. But I do have all the archive of those shows. So I mean, if the appetite is there for older shows, uh, I can put them up on the feed. But
1: uh, I'll ask him. I'll ask him. Do um, you know what people love is mm. not older stuff? They have nostalgia for older stuff but what they want is updated versions of older stuff, which is why AEW Fight Forever is the new WBF No Mercy. It's amazing. I love it. Sorry, okay. I know, I no, know no, we're going okay. to do a wrestling
2: are, game episode. We are. It's not this one because I have to play both games. <laughs> so let, let's uh, keep it. In. Okay. Right. So anyway, what we used to do is we used to go and get the cheap seats and we, you know, um, I mean that's a fun experience anyway because you just be you know cheer for all the all the heels and boo all the boo all the faces and you know it's just
1: hilarious. But except like, for Triple H,
2: you never boo Triple H. Oh, okay.
1: how dare you! Boo him! No, met him. I headbutt him!
2: Oh no! That's, come on! Don't, don't 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 be saying things that that will. No, like
1: I mean, you know it wouldn't even be having to do with AEW. <laughs> it wouldn't be having to do with like a. Uh, the mcmahon's wouldn't even be to do with the fact that he violated a corpse it would be hey, storyline it was not <laughs> real folks
2: come on and we got the katie whoa, vick scale whoa, out whoa, of that so whoa. wrestling's real all right there you
1: okay <laughs> um, it would be his role in the montreal screw job brett That's might fair. have forgiven them people think brett's better they have never <laughs> met me that's fair.
2: <laughs> but the point I was making was, um, it is a good way to, walk, I, tickets are like 30 quid normally, but I said, you know what? I'm going to splurge a little bit. I'm going to get one of the ringside seats because it's been like 10 years since I got ringside seats to anything. Um, I, Last time, I pretty much got them for free. I was and I, I had Randy Orton versus Punk with where they redid the WrestleMania match. It was, oh. it was phenomenal. It really was. You know, that was the match that had the RKO off the top rope.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It so that would. Was, it it was would bad. absolutely take Punk to get a decent match at a Randy Orton.
2: No, it was very good though, and they, they just redid their WrestleMania match. So I was I was happy, but that was the last time I was ringside for uh, wrestling. So I said, you know what? I'll, I'll pay the ninety-seven euro or something. The ticket turned out to be
1: ninety-seven uh, euro. Yeah, like yeah. It was, I I it was I tried close. to get uh, ringside seats for Wembley, and they were two grand. <laughs> 1200 oh my god out. and that wasn't even front row that was like ringside like row 9 oh man but no as i said look i was like right i'll go
2: for that and then i was able to get one um and you know i have to say so i i've been to a few of these um I, last one i i went to it with a friend of mine and we were sitting up in the cheap seats and there was nobody there like there was a few people there but it wasn't packed this I think it's a combination of it's been a long time since they've been here. The pandemic. Um, it's just kind of everything. The place was packed. 9,000 awesome. people. Oh, pretty much there, there was not there was not a free C in the house. And I was like, awesome. this is actually brilliant because it sends it sends a huge message to um, to WDB. It's like, hey, you know, you can actually put shows here now. People have an appetite for it. And it was great. It really was. Uh, you know, <laughs> I know a lot of kids were there and it's to be expected but man i felt so sorry for the merchandise and the, the, the concession side people i think i heard i i, I left early um because you know the main because of the main event but anyway um we'll get to that we'll get to that and i was just i walked out and it's just like a war zone the whole place was picked clean you know and i was just like man WWE cleaned up and you know that it just think shows you it. think it's, of the
1: poor parents having to buy 50 euro t-shirts
2: well, you know, not, not, no, okay. So a long time ago on WrestleView, uh, Hunter Golden explained it like this. When WWE moved to PG, why that happened? Because he used to do some writing for WWE. And he was saying that, you know, okay, if you have a group of teenagers or like young adults or even older adults uh go to a wrestling show, they might buy one t shirt, might buy one t shirt. You bring a bunch, of, you have a, 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 a more. Wide, widely appealing show where to say you have a mom and dad maybe two kids and maybe their friend all of them are getting popcorn all of them are getting a coke All of them, yeah. the parents might get a beer and all those kids are getting merch so it's like man it, when you see it in person you're like whoa I've never it was like I heard a locust that picked the entire place clean it was insane. The only, ironically, the only place that wasn't packed was the, the bar.
3: <laughs> you could
2: actually
1: go and get a drink. And I was like, oh, this is weird. It's the reverse of a well, game. Do you know what? And uh, it's, it's kind of pertinent now because I, when it comes to merch, like I, I, I don't mind paying. And like you expect to pay even more at the event yeah, than that. But I don't mind paying for stuff as long as I pay for quality. And I have to say, the best 20 euro I ever spent at an event was the gorgeous, comfortable, horrendous T-shirt that uh, uh, I'm good. currently adorned in. This yes. podcast is brought to you by me, my horrendous T-shirt, my pants, and that's about it. And uh, oh, it's comfortable, it's breathable. And even though I'm only sitting here in my pants on my couch doing a wrestling podcast, I look like an absolute badass.
2: Oh man well, look, I mean we tried to to give quality um and I'm glad you picked one up, so that was the main thing but the show itself so before so before we get into it, the card is up on Aiken promotions, but they did change it, and it was weird because again, like sometimes they might change the show, sometimes they don't, so I'm gonna quickly go through the card here um, you can
1: but before like you can uh upload your results to Cage Match.
2: I think I will, because I don't think they've done it like so. Cool. I I think I'll have to put them up. Excellent. So Seamus opened the show with Karrion Cross and Scarlet. Um, and as you can expect, it was the Seamus show. He got half an hour. Uh Huge it was great. Pop. Huge pop. Oh my god, massive pop. Um uh, he comprehensively beat Karrion Cross, who was actually like quite good. Um, and then he cut like a massive promo and there was some back and forth. Scarlet ended up uh trying to attack Seamus. Seamus is like, listen, uh, I know you're upset because i just be your man, but there's a lot of future WWE superstars here who aren't ready yet, but I do have one that is ready. And we had the debut of uh, Le- Leila Valkyria.
3: Oh!
1: Yeah. So she used to be uh, Valkyrie. She was yep. a regular with... Uh... CCW I'm at Phoenix Wrestling and now with Rebel County Wrestling yeah Um. I never wrestled her myself obviously because intergender stuff isn't that big but um, uh, she used to come down and train with us a lot and I refereed a couple of her matches and She's she very good. is fantastic
2: she is and I, you took the words out of my mouth this was so she had a match with Scarlett and won and it was while it wasn't a match of the night it was up there. It was a very, very good match. And the thing about it was the crowd, obviously, so it was our first, like, I don't know if it was our first debut, but I think
1: it was. No. In so it, it, it depends what you mean. She was actually picked up by NXT UK and okay. she worked with NXT UK for a while and then obviously that fell apart and now it's just NXT. But um, I saw on Twitter um, one of the few reasons to keep, Twitter is you know to keep up with like these kind of develop like like house shows and stuff that you wouldn't have been at. Um but I saw that she was on it uh, so I went in her Twitter and she is she has down on her Twitter um like hashtag NXT so I think Mm. she might have been picked up by them at least as a as a developmental but she's amazing and her boyfriend uh or I I don't you know. Maybe they're maybe they're more at this stage. Uh, Peter Farrell, oh, also an amazing wrestler, would definitely be uh, a great pickup. He's he's actually what's he known in a? See the the worst thing in being in in wrestling is that um you either learn somebody's real name or you learn their stage name. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Oh, uh, he's he's Justy. There
0: you go. Check out do, Justy.
1: You, you don't know Justy,
0: do you? No, oh, he's I don't.
1: Brilliant. He wears these like granny panties and he <sighs> does this big, dirty fish hook. Like he just swings his finger right into the mountain, whips them up. Oh. Um, I did a I refereed a match in uh, Limerick between him and the Ballymun Bruiser. Oh, I know the Ballyman Bruiser. Oh, my God. It yeah. was just the best fun. Justy, I've never seen somebody like on a local indie circuit who you're looking at and you're going, that guy's a star. Like, he's hmm. come into this, you know, small building with 50 people in it and he has commanded the attention of every single one of them. Like That's uh, the way it should be. Oh, he's he's excellent. He's excellent. And then in that match, the Ballymun bruiser was like, uh, so uh Justy's gonna duck and then I'm gonna hit you with a forearm and and you're gonna be knocked out. All right. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, no bother. And he's like like I'm like I'm going I'm gonna like it has to look good, so I'm gonna lay it in. So you really have to like like fall out of the ring and just like play a knocked out like don't move for the rest of the match. And hmm. I was like, yeah, yeah, no bother. And then Justy ducked, and a Ballyman bruiser hit me with, he said it was a forearm. I'm almost certain it was a sledgehammer. <laughs> it just absolutely fell out of the ring and lay there motionless until <laughs> the end of the match. There's no acting required. <laughs> well, look, his, uh, his girlfriend is quite
2: good. Uh, in the She's ring, brilliant. She yeah. she was brilliant, and she got the win in quite a good, in quite good time against Scarlett. Huge pop. Um, Sheamus again. Um, then battered Karen Cross again, and uh, went around the whole crowd, g- gave everybody high fives. Place so went was, mad.
1: Was this um, <clears throat> was this hometown hero stuff for Sheamus? Yeah. Or yeah. are they? Do you think they're setting Sheamus up maybe to take the IC title of, Walter? no, no, I no, I no, because uh, hometown heroes, yeah,
2: because he came in and he he talked about the RTE thing and made a joke w- about <laughs> uh, Ryan Turberdy and the place went mantle. and it was oh it was just God. a good it was just a bit of crack, you know. I think it, w- w- it was as well to kind of uh, to get Valkyria out as well. So look, it, it look it was a great night for her. It, the place was packed. Um, nuclear heat for uh, you know for the heel throat tonight. Um, Cross looked great as well. So did Scarlet. So uh, yeah, good way to start things off. Um, when then from there there was um, the brawling brutes uh, Holland and Butch, who were also over like you wouldn't believe against uh, Hit, Hit Rose, Ashanti Adonis, and Top Dollar. Now these guys, I, I can't stand. Uh, I don't know. If that's the point. But <laughs> there's there's they're like discount. Wish versions of uh, Cass and Enzo. Oh, I like, thought oh, you were going to say Crime Time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. That, that, that's it. You took the words down my So, like, Crime Time mixed with big Cass and Enzo. It's like, oh, I've seen this before, but this is so much worse. So these guys, these guys are terrible. Uh, I'll never get makes...
1: over the... I'll never get over the... Um, <laughs> the laptop uh, stealing. The, <laughs> <laughs> the Cyber Sunday we did yeah. where the Nick... King's laptop oh, and you're like oh I wonder what storyline this is going to lead into it's like no. oh no storyline WWE is just telling us that black guys steal computers <laughs> well,
2: just it, it, for in, no reason well, well no it was so they could sell it man that was their gimmick <laughs> oh, <laughs> they were thieves
1: obviously yeah yeah was, that was they weren't was stealing the... it to keep it as a as a paperweight or <laughs> no they were, they were stealing it to, 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 to sell on the
2: market um the illegal market, if you will.
1: Um, Although, yeah, given so, King's record, I'd say if you're going to sell his laptop, then oh, you'd probably you be need, the FBI. You need to wipe the hard drive. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Microwave the higher hard drive. It seems I think. But yeah, so so these guys' gimmick is is like a mix between those two things where they come out and they're they're trying to be like you know like crime time, but not. And then they also do the whole cast thing. So they came out and got a whole like, you know, buy the book uh cheapy thing where they're like, oh, it's great to be here in Belfast. Ooh. And it was like, boo. Ooh. It's like, oh, and I was like, oh, no, we're in Dublin, the best part of the UK. It's like, oh, yeah." So yeah, that was kind of the whole thing. So obviously,
1: uh, the problem- the best, uh, I'm like I love MJF, absolutely love him. So it's very rare that you see him get, you see him dunk on someone and then get dunked back on. But he was on Twitter a couple of months ago and he was like uh, arguing, not arguing, there was obviously some fan from Ireland who was saying, ah, oh, you're a piece of crap, blah, 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 whatever. And he just tweeted back, hey man, Ireland is part of the UK. <laughs> and everyone was, everyone was like, oh, MJF just dunked on you, woo. <laughs> and this nobody just tweeted back, Israel is part of Palestine Boom The, the whole thing went up. Was, is he from it, there? It, no no But just you know Because he's like the Big, big uh, Like his Jewish heritage Is a big part oh. of this whole thing and, Oh god You know like he really Leans into that and, Oh
2: that makes sense. well
1: Okay it was, yeah just, Twitter just went like Nuts
2: Yeah so that, was, that went Completely off <laughs> so I was like what Scott that makes sense I was like I thought he was American it's like
1: wait no, no he stays <laughs> like, from Long Island yes. yeah
2: yeah that's what I was thinking I was like wait I, I, I'm missing something okay that's Goss it's just pretty funny <laughs> um, okay so uh, where was I yeah so from there um, obviously the Brawling Brutes got the win as you would expect um, and then we had we, so then we started having some changes to the card right so we were supposed to get Ray Vince, Mysterio it was backstage in Dublin no, I think, <laughs> I think there were some injuries, or else they were protecting people. So, um, Ooh. so I was uh, talking to one of the lads who was sitting beside me, Jordan. Hey, Jordan, if you're listening, and um, we were talking because obviously, like, you know, wrestling fans, you're going, you're on a talk, and um, I, that's how I knew Money in the Back was on this week because we're we're so in a time machine, man. I don't even know what day it is sometimes. So I'm just like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> and again, yeah, in,
1: in Dara's heart, it's always 1996.
2: 19, no, it's always 1999 or 2000 when Triple H had, had the best run ever.
1: Uh, you you really seem to enjoy Buried Alive.
2: I did like Buried Alive. That was some some show where it really, really was. But then again, the game wasn't there. So, I mean...
3: He was.
1: Ga- he had an <laughs> opening match with Stone Cold yeah, but Steve he Austin. Was, he wasn't the game then. See, if you're a true Triple H fan, you'd know... He's always
2: the game <laughs> fair okay so this is when stuff started to change and I think it was either because they're protecting the lads before money at the bank or else there were some injuries so we had two like major changes on this card um, and the first one was there was no Ray Mysterio so it was supposed to be Rey Mysterio versus LA Knight which oh, would have been didn't cool show up at all no Mysterio didn't show up at all oh man I'd be raging I, I was yeah I was a little bit upset but we did get a, a triple threat match, Austin Austin Theory defending against AJ Styles and LA Knight for the US Championship match, right? So,
1: this I'm was really a, excited about two of those.
2: Yeah, this was a pretty good match, to be honest with you, except the ending, right? So, I, I, I've become a huge LA Knight fan. That, yeah, I yeah, like, no, like, I, I, it was very annoying until it wasn't. And just over the course of being in the crowd with everybody loving it, I was like, you know what? I'm sold by this, Eli Drake. I will support you now as LA Knight. This is good. So I'm kind of invested in that character now, and I hope he does well. Um, but yeah, he was he was quite good. The crowd loved him. Like he was like super over AJ. Obviously, is AJ Styles. Come on, like I, I I'm not look. I'm not. I'm actually not going to lie here. I'm going to be honest. I kind of bought a ticket specifically to go see AJ Styles. You know, because Dave couldn't because he's not in Ireland. Um, <laughs> I know he was, I know that would be the right thing to do for Dave. I,
1: I, I honestly, God, I love Dave. And when we get him on the show, he's the best. And I love his really like, I love his really like down pather like really calm way of saying like incendiary stuff. I think it's brilliant. <laughs> but my God, I absolutely love when he's not here and we dunk on him. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: the but it's true. I mean, I was like, listen, if I don't go to this show, I'm letting Dave down. I know he'd be upset if I didn't go, and also AJ Styles is amazing. And like, oh. anytime you get to see him, it's so great. Now, what I will say, the match itself, it was great. had had a terrible ending because like Austin Theory won in the cheapest way you can possibly imagine. Uh, but it was pretty much a roll up, and it's just like, oh, okay. The match was, I, It makes sense. One, it's a house show. Two, it was a triple. Tri- it was a triple threat at the last minute. There's no way they're doing that kind of sh- title change here. It's just not happening. But yeah, Austin Theory again. Uh, the crowd hated him, of course. And then he says, "Look, like they did this cool thing where he, like, they actually used the mic an awful lot on the show, and that was kind of really cool." Um, but yeah, basically, he he grabbed the mic and he's like, "Look, you can like it or not, but I'm still the United States champion." And everybody was like, "Boo!" And, I was, and uh, you know,
3: you're not
1: in the United States anymore,
2: boy. <laughs> but LA Knight went in, battered him, and then AJ hit the phenomenal forearm. And obviously, like they were just celebrating, you know. But there were there was a good little back and forward. The the host was fun. Um, it, you know, the whole show didn't feel didn't feel drawn out. It was a very short show now, to be honest, which because of the, the half ten curve view in the three arena. But it was still, you know, quite good. Whoa,
1: whoa. the three arena has a half ten curve. Yeah, view. yeah. This show was over like super quick. It's mad. We can't figure out why. Um like nightlife in ireland never succeeds it's <laughs> mystery. it's a total mystery isn't it look but the thing why about we it have is, no though, nighttime economy it's the just, thing about it is well here's the thing
2: i was able to go and see my mates band in fever afterwards so i mean i had a guide a good time so you know
1: um and yeah, also we 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 not turn the, this into the uh, raging against the irish government podcast but mother of god somebody should start the raging against the irish <laughs> government podcast <laughs>
2: All I can say is uh, buy CDs for the local metal community, and you'll probably hear that uh, in in many many songs. Um, So there you go. I mean, you can you can do that. Um, But yeah, so great to see LA Night. AJ Styles phenomenal Um, oh, I didn't even mean to do that Um, On Austin Theory as well uh, was, You didn't even a, want that no. I didn't even I didn't even mean <laughs> to do that Okay um, Then the show kind of dipped a bit Because we had um Bianca Belair Came out Ugh. Uh, Oh Austin, you're, not, Austin, you're
1: not a Bianca
2: No You're not a Bianca Bay No uh, Oscar wasn't there I was devastated So oh, I was right.
1: I was
2: I'd, I'd, I was, I'd, I'd, I'd have left I, I was so upset I was like there's no Oscar? Oh my god. So I was I was very upset. Bailey came out though, and everybody loved Bailey, even though she's a heel. Uh, it,
3: yeah.
2: Everybody loved Bailey. Um and then the worst part that I happened, do you know what it was?
1: Is this is this the main event?
2: No, no, no. it's it, so there was supposed to be a fatal four-way, it's a three-way, so there was one other one, one woman that came out. Guess who okay. it was? Oh okay.
1: You have one guess Hold you have
2: on. one guess. You have one guess.
1: Wait, right, I am I'm, I'm gonna take this. So who's so it's a fatal four-way. So who's in it so far? So no, it
2: it, it was removed. It became a triple okay. threat match. So, just, so so who's
1: in it? So who's in the triple threat so far?
2: Bianca, and Bianca,
1: Bailey, Bailey, and it was supposed to be Asuka, but they replaced Asuka with someone who made you upset.
2: No, they, they took. So it was supposed to be a women's championship match, right? And obviously Asuka isn't there, so it's not a women's championship match. Right. So they just had a three way with Bianca, Bailey, blank. Okay. She looks like a horse.
0: Sarah Jessica Parker,
2: the other one. I don't. I don't know what the other one is. Char Charlotte Flair.
1: Oh no! I
2: know. Here's is is Charlotte Flair, like people cheered her. I don't understand it. I don't get it. I'm like you
1: people. What's wrong well, with you? Do you know what? It's it's the fact that in Ireland we never we never get any of these shows and these stars. And... No, but I mean, listen. I'm like, if you want, look,
2: she's not good. She can't do anything. Oh, she, she is. The, here's the thing,
1: Char, Charlotte Flair is good. She's really good, but she was. Yeah, but
2: she's not she, though.
1: No, but she. Do you know what she is? She's Roman Reigns without the redemption. She was yeah, overexposed for that's so so that's so fair. goddamn long. She was shoved down people's throat, but they never got to the point where they were like, "Oh, hold on, maybe we completely change this." And character. she won. And just one, which is exa- worse. Exactly one, because but that's what I mean. Thing. I mean, they look, just keep. It's the They, they. It took them. How long did it take them? Ten years to learn a lesson with Roman Reigns. James by the way, Carrick. so there's a great video by Super
2: Outpatch Wolf on YouTube. Everyone should oh, watch it. Brilliant. Tell them we sent you. Um, and he covers the whole arc. It's 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 art. It's it's absolutely incredible. Uh, but listen,
1: I uh, mean, any of super eye patch wolf's video. Yeah, he's so Dara sent me want to go a while ago about what was the game? Undertale was it? Oh no, it was oh, no, um, no, no, the,
2: yeah sorry, like, it was fear, darkness, and hunger.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I've never played the game. i have never even heard of the game. But uh, your man, super eye patch wolf, has such a great way of drawing you into a subject sat and watched that whole thing just gripped he's 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 a fantastic youtuber
2: yes he's and he's i'm gonna actually like all joking aside i'm gonna try get him on the show because yeah really really
1: would uh like that anyway any of you do watch his videos you owe us a super patch wolf 250.
2: (laughs) Or, no, you always, a super eye patch wolf, comment. Just comment and say, hey, we heard about you on the wrestling rewind. We'd appreciate that. And then we up drop a link to the podcast. That's yeah. off. Okay. So Save look. Save yourself I, 250. Exactly. I would have been happy. I would have been happy if uh, Bailey had a one, but obviously she wasn't going you know, to. She was the heel. I would have been happy if Bianca won because I'm like, okay, look, at least Bianca is quite good in the ring. I'm not a huge fan of her. I kind of want a heel to shave her head because the hair is very annoying. Um, <laughs> like, I really just, like, if but I was here. a heel. If, hold on if I was a heel in, in WWE that would be my stated goal <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'd want to do is just shave that's her head cla- yeah isn't it it's like I don't know why like there isn't a female wrestler who's like you know what don't care about titles hair versus hair match because like be amazing yeah when It'd you amazing.
1: get hair versus hair matches they never really matter much because they're always between like one guy who's bald and one guy who's going bald, like mm. Kurt Angle and all that. Yeah. But um, if some, if I, if there's a wrestler whose character is like Beyonce's character, not Beyonce, uh, Bianca's character is like ninety percent her hair. Yeah. Oh man, that's heat. I know. That's all I was thinking the whole
2: time. I'm like, man, you would be the biggest heel in women's wrestling history.
1: And then she would get super over by being yeah. like. Joel, I'm not going to be embarrassed. I'm going to own it and I'm going to grow my beautiful locks back and blah, blah, blah.
2: Yeah, man. I'm telling you. WDB, you can have that one for free if you want.
1: <laughs> but come here. So on. like the the like in the 80s and 90s, the, the business model was that they would take these house shows around uh, the U.S., or around the world and they would gauge the result of the fans mm. to different things so like I, th- I think the most infamous thing is that uh, apparently there was the WCW did a house show run of Hogan Flair and that's why we never got an actual Hogan Flair match mm. uh, so you as a fan who was at this house show did you get any kind of insight into maybe who the next big thing is who's coming up like who might do well LNI
3: yeah
2: yeah no honestly LNI he's gonna be huge gonna be huge Uh, so yeah so Charlotte obviously won right and then we had um, Santos Escobar versus Solo Sakoda right he uh, both of those guys worked their worked their butts off um, and I think Solo is going to be a huge star as well and same ask Escobar Escobar obviously doing the LWO thing which is actually very cool in person to be honest with you it's like that's actually something I'd never thought would be cool because it's not supposed to be you know it's supposed to be a throwaway thing from the BCW, Um but they've kind of reclaimed it now well, and made it, something it cool
1: really it well works. in Ireland because in the yeah. north we consider all the free staters to be Mexicans
2: oh, there you go um <laughs> So yeah, uh solo one with the spike. Actually there this was the the, the match was a uh, was quite good as I said, but the, the the final bit basically there was like a off the top rope. Escobar was caught by Solo and Solo was hitting with the spike and that was it. It was a it so, was very
1: very good. So Kamir, in terms of the like these house show matches, like whenever I think of house show, I think of like uh Uh, the guys getting a run out and doing a bit of like messing around and having the crack and that blah blah but you're saying like they were having some genuinely like hard hitting matches yeah I mean you either get like as
2: I said I've been to a bunch of house shows and you can get one or the other but it seems like since WWE have changed their stage and it actually they, they have this cool tron up where it's like it's not the full tron obviously but it's meant like a social media wall, but then it it, it shows like the video and like kind of stuff and they play like top ten from the from the week and stuff. So it's I think a lot of this is trying stuff out and seeing what works and trying to test new things. It's like um like the gig I did tonight where there was like nobody there, but we were yeah. testing out new material. That's what that's what a house show's supposed to be for. It's like a limited, controlled environment where you're still kind of testing stuff before TV.
1: Dara wanted to know what the response would be if he played the bass in a thong. Uh, that's why he did the gig tonight. And <laughs> we're not we're not obviously not we're not going to spoil the outcome for horrenda fans. Well, it wasn't horrendous. For- no, no, but I'm I'm saying we're we're not going to spoil the outcome for horrenda fans because ah, sure. you were you were doing it tonight to test out the thong, see what you thought, and uh, horrenda fans, you'll find out at the next gig whether the thong got over or didn't.
2: <laughs> anyway,
1: so the me- oh <laughs> like, top ten dismissive anyways you've ever heard <laughs> in your life. <laughs>
2: anyway. <laughs> So the main event um, and, and at this point I I, I, I walked I, I left my seat after like halfway through this so an undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship fatal four way match try to think of a more con- convoluted way to do this match you had Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens defending against the Usos the OC Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson and pretty oh dead oh my
1: god that was oh do you know what I'm just kind of just makes me warm to feel that those <laughs>
2: lads are still getting paid I know, right? I know. i was so happy to see them. Again, another reason why I bought a ticket was, I was like, oh, the lads. Uh, <laughs> Gallows. Yes, yeah, it's like the lads just there. Like, it was amazing. Modern day Nash. Yeah. <laughs> and also, funny enough, he uh, was fake Kane. It was fake Diesel. So, yeah, I mean, like, or so it wasn't fake Diesel. It was fake Kane, who was fake Diesel. So, it's kind of funny. Oh. Um, so, I love pretty that dead- thread. That's a wonderful thread. I'm telling you, right? this is why they pay us the big bucks, <laughs> the, all the x Euros. Um, so pretty deadly, I wasn't aware of this team and I'm like, oh, I've seen this team before, many times before, but I like these guys. These guys are, are, are entertaining. Are the- so basically, they're um, effeminate uh, pretty boys, pretty deadly. And... um that's their gimmick. They're like um, a mix would, between. Would you would you go so far as to call them femboys? No, 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 no. But,
1: <laughs> but they're kind of like, you know, you know, Billy Gunn. L- L- loyal listeners of Phoenix <laughs> FM, don't Google femboys
2: the amount of editing in the show I'm going to have to do on
1: oh, is it's actually, actually not actually said
2: it but I know but I'm still going to have to like if you, if this is why you listen to the podcast because this is all staying in is but it... as far as the radio oh, no I said I... loyal listeners of
1: Phoenix FM don't google fanboys. I'm saying femboys I mean... stop stop oh my stop God.
0: listeners
1: okay. of Phoenix FM stop
0: googling fanboys.
1: <laughs>
2: Okay, to answer your question. Answer your question. <laughs> Sorry, I, it's okay. Okay, go go go, go.
1: Yeah, go. Yeah, what was the question I asked? So you
2: were twenty asked, minutes ago. Who asked what were it? what were they like? Okay, so basically they're like you know Billy Gunn's whole thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to use it. Yeah, you know what's where he's
1: d- okay. Different from a fanboy.
2: <laughs> so. He's kind of doing the Sean Michaels Billy Gunn thing in twenty twenty three. That's what they're kind of doing, right? So they're an English team, though. So they're known as Elton Prince and Kit Wilson. Okay? Oh, so
1: they're dandies. Yeah, yeah, they're effectively. Fanboys. They're dandies. Effectively, effectively, right? Would so, you consider Sean Michaels a fanboy? Do you think Vince McMahon considered Shawn Michaels a fanboy and that's why he was so upset about those pictures of them in bed together.
2: <laughs> so this is my first exposure to Pretty Deadly and I was like okay fair enough right. So they're obviously mega heels uh, and 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 they were the they were the whole they were added in the last minute so they were the whole like the only ones that weren't really getting cheered at all, right? The Usos obviously were massively over. Sammy Zayn and Owens were over, and the OC was great to see them. But I left halfway through because, like, I was like, okay, once Sammy Zayn's music hit, I kind of felt sick and had to leave. Um, not because I was sick, just like I hate Sammy Zayn. And um,
1: oh, you hate Sammy Zayn?
2: Yeah, I just can't, I can't, I just can't. Um, like, I, I was so happy to see Kevin Owens, and I was like, oh. I mean, I love Kevin Owens,
1: but I also really love like. Nah, so just, I'm I'm just I'm just kind of taken aback with this what is it you don't like about Sami in? his music but is that it yeah basically yeah. but so like I said I don't really watch WD is his music not still the
3: da 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 da
1: yeah
2: yeah yeah that's the problem
1: you don't so, like that
2: no no it's, 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 it, and one thing I really didn't like in this show was all the rap everyone has rap yeah. music for some reason I'm like What are you doing? Like, I mean, it's just, it's now, it's now, we've read, and I I feel like old man shouts a cloud, like, but it's like. um, No,
1: it's just that I'd like to welcome people to the uh, Wrestling Rewind podcast with Martin Hertie and Kurt Angle. No, uh, (laughs) Kurt Hennig, Kurt Hennig. Oh, I ruined my own joke. God damn it. (laughs) Ruined my own bloody joke. No, it's more just kind of like. Kurt Hennig and his rap is crap gimmick.
2: I mean, he was, he wasn't wrong.
1: But, God, I,
2: I'm so upset I, don't, I messed up that shit. <laughs> but no, I, I mean, like, I don't mean in a bad way. I mean, like, some rap's okay, but it's like, we've come full circle. It's like, a, you remember in the Adjude era, or even in the Rudeau's Aggression era, everybody hit a it, that kind of music where, yeah, it was just like, you know, guitar generic metal for everybody, where nothing stood out except for the ones that did. That's happened now with R&B and rap. So, I mean, like you have AJ who has obviously rap inspired music um, and that stands out. You have the Usos, that stands out. But like, there's just so much of it throughout the rest of the show where everybody has similar kind of music. You're like, oh, okay, this isn't, you know. And that's why when the OC came out, I was like, oh, my God, some kind of metal. This is actually like, this is grand. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting old. Maybe it's not for me. No, no, like... That was my takeaway.
1: It sounds like a... I mean, big public company like WWE is obviously going to follow the trends. Yeah, and look, metal isn't popular uh, anymore, so...
2: No, and it
1: breaks my heart to say that as a 37-year metalhead. Yeah,
2: it's true. uh, I mean, the thing about it is it's not. Like, I mean, that's what... But it's just... There's some kind of... I don't know. It's just the, the... But...
1: That I is know. what makes me feel uh, slightly superior as an AEW fan. Because even if you don't like AEW, even if you don't like Tony Khan, even if you don't like AEW wrestling, I don't think there's a single person could honestly argue that WWE has better music than AEW. I think of like say whatever you want about angles and shows and everything else, I think when it comes down to it, I think AW has the better music by far. P- yeah. Partly because Tony is willing to license like like actual songs,
2: unless Tony says no. Tony says no. <laughs> Tony says no.
1: <laughs> I want to. I want to fight John Moxley in an exploding banana Mario Kart match. Tony says no.
2: <laughs> so yeah, basically the, the show itself. Was quite good. If you've never been to a WWE house show, I'd recommend it. I mean, like, look, the cheap seats—definitely an experience to have. The, the The tree arena is fantastic. No matter where you're sitting, you're always gonna, you know, be able to see it. So it's quite good. And um, yeah, the the obviously, you know, Sammy Sammy and Kevin Owens won. It was it was a a done deal before the match even started, Martin. Um, but yeah, look, it but what was. What if you,
1: like. You walked out, like, what if you had been one of the lucky few? Like, do you remember Bret Hart beat Ric Flair on a house show in Saskatoon for the world? I mean, that could have been you, Dara, but you, you, you took that risk.
2: I didn't, because I was like, there's no, like, I mean, look, <laughs> no one would have been happier. Like, I've been to house shows enough, WWE house shows enough to know what happens. And you know what? I beat the crowd. I was able to survey the the, the pickings left by the, the locusts on on the merch and the poor concession people. Um, <laughs> and that's the only way I can describe it. I was like, it was like a war zone where it's just like, man, everything is gone. And people then I like, was like, able- oh,
1: give me, give me that uh, S.A. Rios t-shirt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> What is that? Give me me those used paper
1: towels. (laughs) Is that a headbanger's headbangers t shirt that you're using to mop up the water that you spilled? Yeah, give me that. I mean, I'd buy a a headbanger's
2: t shirt. euro. I'd buy a headbanger's t shirt, man.
1: Come on. Actually, yeah, I don't even know why I said that. I would buy a headbanger's t shirt. Um, Was it
2: Mosh and and Trasher?
1: Oh, yeah. That's why why I love doing. podcast with Dara because he is my jigsaw piece I have all this like information and memories about wrestling and I like oh like this this, such and such and then I'll go blank and then Dara will just slot that jigsaw in there and I'll be like oh Dara you complete me (laughs) I appreciate that man but like
2: legitimately if they had a sold they used paper towels they were cleaning the beer up with and wrote WWE on them. They would sell everything sold,
1: man. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't hey, man. It. Everything I, sold. I am um, signed up to the um, AW shop and see as soon as an event is over, they're like, hey, give us $200 for like a four by four square inch piece of the ring canvas. And I'm like, no, no. Oh, God, I love there. love AEW, but lads, there's eleven. This is here, here, <laughs> this is some what, nonsense. Here's what. No, here's
2: what was wild right? And it, you know, it might get me in trouble, might not, but whatever, right? They were selling the belts, right? And listen, folks, the real you, ones. No, no, the, the replicas. Listen, if you look, look, <laughs> you go to wrestling shows with a belt. I don't, I don't <laughs> understand it. I don't get it. I mean, look, you do, you boo, okay, but. I just don't understand it. I mean, you're not going to wrestle. And particularly if, if you're a kid, whatever, right? you're a kid, that's fine. If you're a grown adult, I I don't understand it. I mean, I have belts. I've earned them. <laughs> that makes sense. I, you know, I have belts to hold up my, my trousers. That makes sense. I don't understand, but I, a replica belt to hang up like, like as a decoration, totally cool, totally get it. Bring in a belt to get signed, totally cool. I don't understand bringing a belt
1: with it to over your
2: shoulder to wear. For for no reason. I mean, I saw this a lot. And look, if you're one of those people who do it and listen to us, please, God, let me know why. Just one line. Hey, Dar, um, this is why.
1: Cool. Yeah. I, I'd love to know. Or I, if you if can't offer... Media at gmail.com. If you can't offer an explanation, at least offer us some other examples. Like, do you also go to the Olympics wearing like a load of gold medals? Do you do you go to a metal gig with your guitar? Like, what is?
2: <laughs> do, you, do you go to craddy tournaments with uh, with black belts?
1: Yeah, oh, yes, it's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just
2: don't understand it. It makes no sense. I just don't get it. I'm like, okay. And what's crazy about it is, right? WWE have obviously cashed in on this. So I'm I'm not just having a bit of a rant. I mean, I am, but I, I'm not. They were no, no, selling. I, li- these... I like
1: this. I like this line we're going down. These were they were
2: selling the belts, right? Um. So obviously we have to like go belts for like. I think the cheapest one was like 150 euro. I'm like, and, and they were going all the way. The the mid tier one was like 250 euro. I'm like, and they were all sold out. I couldn't believe it. This wall of belts, and I'm like, oh my god, someone dropped, like 400 euro belts. It's I just don't understand it. I really don't.
1: But what, what I don't get is like right. So you've you you've bought this belt. So. WWE's coming to Dublin. I mean, you not to said, said it. I, I like if yeah. you end up and said I challenge you. Well, <laughs> oh, WWE's oh, coming oh. to Dublin and you've said, do you know what I'm doing? I'm bringing I'm bringing my my intercontinental belt. Yeah. And you go, grand. Right. So then you hop on the Lewis <laughs> with your with your IC title. I've seen this th- I've seen this. Cuz you can't exactly th- you this can't exactly a, put it in a bum bag.
2: No, this was a lot of people last night. Go on, sorry, continue.
1: Yeah, a lot of people Lewis. more than <laughs> one. Your, more than ten. With your <laughs> IC title. But here's the thing. So wrestling fans look at you, and then because they're wrestling fans, they know you're not the IC champion, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then you go, nah, you're a you're I'm, a smick. You're not the IC champion, right? All right. But then non-wrestling fans look at you and they go. What the name of God is this? <laughs> like, <what do> you <laughs> I mean, even wrestlers hate what is
2: walking this? around with them. Even wrestlers, like the real ones with the actual belts, they hate bringing them around because people look at them weird. And I'm like, yeah, like, look, Boxing I, I, champions don't walk around with their, like, <laughs> I look, I just, it, it's one of the things I just never understood. And I, I was kind of like, just. Dara
1: is like, he, he would never let on because he's so uh, humble. Is a very very established uh, martial artist, but uh-huh. Dara doesn't go. Oh, me and uh, the misses are heading out to uh, you know Madigan's tonight for for dinner and a few pints. Better put on my <laughs> purple belt, <laughs> you know, or I, I, I'm not sure what belt, but he's a very experienced belt. But the point is that Dara,
2: the one just he's, before he's, black,
1: <laughs> yeah. What, what is this?
2: Uh, it's red. It's a red tag. So
1: Dara doesn't put his jeans on when him and the misses are heading out, and then strap the red tag belt round his jeans. You know? Yeah, it's
2: it's a bit, it's a bit silly. It, it's just, I just, I just don't get it. You know, I, I really, and I mean, look. As I said, I was kind of expecting some of the merch to still be there, particularly the belts. I mean, like this wall of belt. This was like half the merch stand. And I'm like, man, they they sold so much. That people went in and bought all the belts. Wild man, just just crazy. But again, look, we're gonna leave it there for this, and then we come back. We're gonna talk about Forbidden Door on the 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 podcast version only. So look, if you're listening to us on Phoenix FM and like, oh my god, okay, I want to listen to that. Go over to nerdsnowmedia.com. Um, go over to anywhere really that does podcasts Spotify is good as well you can just type in there to the media or the Resting rewind and we'll pop up and uh, we can also say things that we cannot say on the radio because here's yeah. the thing you've probably heard some weird cuts if you're listening on Phoenix FM there's a reason for that I've had to no, edit the show down
1: <laughs> we definitely haven't because I have made sure I have not said anything <laughs> legally wrong so join us on the podcast where Dara is going to give a full extent <clears throat> Of femboys I knew you
2: were going back to that. I was I'm like, I'm like, he's going to go right back to it. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, if you're listening to us and you're like, hey, I want, I want the rest of the podcast, or I want to hear the full unedited uh, podcast, you can go over and get the show for free. Um, and also, if you do know why people bring replica belts. To um, this is kind of like the battle jacket thing for me, where I don't understand about. We'll probably talk about it on, on the other one. But anyway, if you do battle jacket, I'll explain it on the there
1: you go. I'll explain on the podcast version. Yeah, it's on the podcast. It, it, yeah, on the podca- you're missing so much. You're so, missing so much. Get on the podcast. Dara's going to explain battle jackets. He's going to go, like, he's he's going to do a deep dive into Femboys. We're going to get a, we're going to set up a Patreon Femboy 3 euro. Oh my God. Like, it's, oh my it's God. battle jacket 4 euro. Like, Patreon <laughs> is constantly expanding constantly. Out, folks. <laughs> like we love Phoenix FM we but do. Phoenix FM is it's its just a tip it's a teaser like That's it. There, you gotta so get on the, on the podcast
2: exactly so we'll be back after this break guys we'll see you next week where we're going to talk about uh, Money in the Bank here on Phoenix 92.5 FM we'll be back after this break for the rest of the rest of the <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to a nerd to know media production.
2: Hey everybody, welcome back. The Resting line here on NairThonMedia.com, the, the True TrueBrain Channel, and wherever you get your podcast. Um, again, if you're joining us from uh, Phoenix 92.5 Event, thank you so much. Please do subscribe. That really helps us a great deal and spread the word of the show. Before we went to break, Martin, um, and, and the, the amount of editing I had to do on, on the show, thank you for that. Um, we were talking about battle jackets. So, a battle jacket, I, I can't stand. Uh, I really can't. It, it irks me. In a very much the same way that um, the belts are. Is, the it belt sounds thing. like a
1: Super Mario power up. What is
2: it? <laughs> it's funny you mention it actually.
1: So basically, you know the people. Is, is it a Super Mario power up?
2: No, no, no. But I'm actually me and my friend are making a game called Battle Jacket, where it, it's like you. It's a 2D platformer where you get more powers based on the battle jackets.
1: And it, is there like, dear listeners, is there no limit? <laughs> to the creative ingenuity of our friend Dara, like I have great ideas. Dara's like, oh yeah, I'm writing a book, I'm making a game, I'm doing a podcast, I'm playing for one of my three bands. I'm oh, I'm I'm fighting the jujitsu master of Ireland. Like, <laughs> like, every time I talk to him, and and then he goes to me, he's like, oh, what have you been up to? And I'm like, oh, I cut the grass, <laughs> cut the grass, know, made a really nice bad. sandwich. <laughs> Look, ideas
2: are great. It's follow through. That's the hard part. So I mean, we haven't got past the planning <laughs> stage, but we are. We will get there eventually. But okay, so you know, you know the lads, and they're usually rockers that wear the they wear the denim vest with all the little patches on it. Is this the trip? Is this a Triple H thing? Is this why you like I, this? No, no. I, I ironically, I hate it. Um, but no, Triple H wears the denim with with the like over the letter, which is actually pretty cool. No, this is the lads that that that's they, that's a hat on a hat yeah okay but <laughs> they, they wear it and they have the patches of their favorite bands right yeah and I like and it makes me feel it makes makes me every time i use the term battle jacket it makes me want to troll up in my mouth because i'm like who are you battling you couldn't take a punch to, to save your life like,
1: <laughs> uh, like i mean you're really good so is it is it like meant to be a reference to uh like moshing and stuff because Uh, yeah I think so but it's like
2: anytime you see them wearing it they're the lads with the arms crossed watching the show it's like you're not even battling anybody
1: like what are you doing oh oh, okay so this is why this upsets you like the people who come to a wrestling show wearing or like with a belt over their shoulder yeah Yeah, I think it's right you're not earning like so whenever you said it initially I was actually quite sick love Dar very much, but I think we we'll to have to disagree with him here because uh I'd recently read the uh Pogues autobiography. Yeah Shane McGowan would like uh go to all these punk shows and you know he'd rip the sleeves off like this denim jacket and would sew his different punk bands into it and but they were always getting into fights with mods and mm. like that makes but, sense. That makes but, sense. The Pogues actually got their start because somebody bit. It's actually a bit like uh, McFoley. Somebody bit Shane McGowan's ear off at a. Oh my god. At a gig. Oh my god. A punk gig, and I can't remember what the name was, but at the time in London there was like a, like a punk newspaper, and it was like, if you were punk, it was the thing to be seen in. Hmm. And it came out one issue with Shane McGowan on the front cover in his battle jacket with uh safety pins for earrings on one ear and on the other ear, just no ear. <laughs> you see, okay, okay.
2: But that's pretty cool, right? I mean that that at least makes sense. I mean
1: Yeah, if, so if Shane McGowan said this is my battle jacket, you'd be like Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah I feel
2: like you... But, what I mean, the lads who wear it are like, look at my battle jacket, look how great my int- my taste in music is, I'm going to sit here with my arms crossed. And, like, for example, so I can use the term... Now, we're now not, I get it. Yeah, so I can use my... my. T- I can use it here because we're not on an FM, right? So my uh, my bassist in Haranda came up with this term. Cunt coat. Oh, yeah. And I think it works because it's like, if you see somebody wearing one of those... Or groups of them, you know, they're probably a dickhead. Um,
1: yeah, it's uh, they're they're not saying that they definitely are.
2: No, maybe they not. have
1: maybe they have some disability whereby to support their ribs they have to <laughs> hold their arms, and to support their spine they have to lean against the wall so we're we're not tearing everybody with the same brush, of we're not. just saying that if you are one of these people, there's a, a higher than zero percentage chance that you are a music snob, a yes. metal snob yes it, 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 uh, in my experience <laughs> the
2: the the odds are very high, this is the case and I mean the thing yeah. about it is it's, uh, and, and so that's where so. I've often said on this podcast that like wrestling and metal very much share a lot of similarities, and yeah. this like immediately I was like, oh my god, the same people who bring belts to shows just to stand with them are the same people that would wear battle jackets. It's
1: it's just it's wild. It's wild. It is. It's it's like um. So I've done. And again, look
2: if you're if you're a fan of this show, I do appreciate it, and I've offended you. I'm sorry, but on like come on like
1: (laughs) No, I mean it's I I think that's a fair I think these are fair like yeah because if you're going to be if you're going to make uh, a spectacle of being that much a part of the community you should at least engage in the community like I would not show up to training wearing MMA gloves and then
3: Mm.
1: you know start replying to work emails.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Actually have you seen that video of of a guy in an MMA fight like on a, on a zoom call?
1: Oh yeah, with the okay. <laughs> he's got a green screen back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very very good. Brilliant. Brilliant. Very, very but, good. But no, I think I think what you've done here is you've you've really walked very carefully the line between uh People who pose as something, and I think it's okay to not criticize, but maybe gently ridicule people who pose as something. I think that's like on look, the good side cos, of the line. Well, cosplayers are something different,
2: and I mean that makes sense. Like I mean, yeah, well, but nobody's, I know yeah nobody, yeah, you know, that's totally different. Yeah,
1: yeah, nobody's criticizing that. But I'm, just, I'm, I'm saying, I think you've very expertly walked the line between people, people who pose as something hmm. and posers. Yeah. You yeah, that's yeah, fair. So, yeah. like, uh, like, uh, so people wearing battle jackets or blah, 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 strike me as the same type of people who would see a person wearing, uh, for example, a horrenda t shirt and go, Name three horrenda songs. <laughs> you know,
0: yeah. Yeah. I, I, to you which know what...
1: I would respond, Fuck off. Go fuck yourself. And have you fucked yourself recently? And I think I'd have a probably about a forty percent chance of being right, would I? Well, here's the thing: in,
2: in, in that case, it's interesting because it's like you know, it, it's all got to do with like gatekeeping, I think. And the same people yeah. that would bring that would bring belts would be very gatekeepery, gay gatekeepery. You know, uh, I don't know. It's just when you're around these communities for so long, you're like, oh. You just get that like spidey sense thing where you're like, oh, this is, this is probably bad, and then it becomes bad. And like and even wrestling is like, there's so many cool people at shows. You just know it's like, oh, all right. If they have a belt, probably don't talk to them. Probably gonna go bad.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, you're usually right. It is like like on, on, and I think Twitter has a lot to answer for here because if you meet wrestling fans in the real world, they are the best people in the world. They're, Absolutely. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter if you're AEW, That's not, not even matter. like a. That's not, not even matter. like a. Like if somebody even brought that you know up why? in real life, man. that's like super cringe.
2: Because you know why? Because you're just happy that you've met another wrestling fan. It was like,
1: oh my god. That's, what, like, it that's what it is. We live in Ireland and there's like yeah. twenty of us.
2: <laughs> yeah, and you're just like, you know, I mean, yeah. like that. You know, with when, when Colin from uh, Cell Games, when after the gig, it was like, man, you wrestling and he was yeah, and I was like, oh. It was it was brilliant, you know. And I just yeah. spent the past 20 minutes like hurling abuse at him, like in a fun way, in a good way. <laughs> but I mean, well he was playing because that's what you should do.
1: Um, you know, and yeah. I mean, like so in real life, yeah. Of course I, in real life, I think wrestling fans are the best in the world. Like when you hear oh my god, so um last week, like people probably didn't see it because it happened on Rampage. God, mm. I love Rampage, but it does break my heart that nobody watches it. So on Rampage, uh, the acclaim came out, and uh, there was there was a, a woman dancer who came out, and she was like, "Oh, I know you want me, I know you want me, I know you want me." And Anthony Bones took the microphone off her, and he was like, "Hey, I'm super gay," and <laughs> like if that had happened ten, five years ago. In wrestling, he would have been like, like how many yeah. <laughs> WCW oh or WWF fan so have we seen that use like derogatory all the stars. slurs as all like
2: stars, yeah.
1: and seven thousand people in the arena was like, were like, he's super gay, he's super gay, <laughs> like in a like, posi- in in like a positive way. Yeah. <laughs> not, but not see like, if you yeah. saw that on Twitter. Oh yeah. It's just hellscape.
2: True. So,
1: that's true. I honestly god think I think Twitter gives wrestling fans a bad name. I actually think we're all super sound and there's like 3% of us are just wretched little trolls. See, that's
2: why you know the phrase touch grass. Very
1: true. Go outside. Go outside, you know. And go trash outside. and get run over by a lawnmower, you prick.
2: <laughs> well, he said it so I didn't have to. So we're going to move on and we're going to talk about uh, some money to bag tomorrow. I don't think we'll have time to run through it, but I mean, okay, real quick, oh, no, re- really quick, really quick. So in the men's money in the bank guys, right? so I'm gonna I'm gonna name names here. Uh, Ricochet, Nakamura, L.A. Knight, San Santos, Escobar, Bush, not Bush, Butch, Damian Priest, and Logan Paul. Who do you think is gonna win?
1: Right. So, I mean, you you, you have to. If you're going to make predictions, you have to look at it from two different ways. If you're going to look at it from a creative... What does
2: your gut say? Now, what does your gut say?
1: <sighs> okay, I'll give, I'll give you the two ways and I'll see what my, my gut says. If you're going to look at it from a creative point of view, LA Knight wins. That's obvious. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. If you're going to look at it from a business point of view, Logan
0: Paul wins. Oh, they're both really good picks. No,
1: they're not. La Knight's are great. No. Logan Paul's a scumbag, right? No, no, no. I mean,
2: you, you've literally said exactly what's in my brain. Like so, yeah. I mean, you've you've you've
1: picked exactly how they're going
2: to do it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so, uh, if you're asking me what my gut says, my Little gut up. says WWE is not yeah. a wrestling promotion. It's a brand corporation. Blah 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 blah. So, so Logan Paul. like, if if I had to put money down, I'd say Logan Paul. Oh. But I think I think there's a way to tell. Okay. Right. So I think if they're gonna have Logan Paul win, mm. right, it'll be part of some deal, where, okay. right, because he only wrestles like every so often. Yeah. If if they're gonna have Logan Paul win, I think they'll have him part of the deal will be that he'll carry the briefcase everywhere. Like on his show, whenever oh, yeah. he does any of his stupid stunts, whenever he, whatever shite these YouTube wankers do, right? they'll they'll have him carry the briefcase everywhere. So if if the briefcase is hanging up there and it's just normal money in the bank briefcase, I think mm-hmm. it's 50-50 who will win. But if the briefcase is hanging up there and it's suddenly for no reason has a massive WWE logo on it. I think I think Logan Paul's one.
2: Yeah, I think honestly, and we're not giving you tips here because we don't do that. Do not bet on wrestling. That is stupid. Wrestling is not real. (laughs) Don't bet on wrestling. Uh, But if you were going to and you feel urged to, I think the safe bet there, honest to God, like if I was betting on it, Logan Paul it's just, it's, it's yeah. too obvious. It's, I mean, it's, there's too much to be gained from, as you said, from a, from a get this everywhere perspective. Yeah. I mean, that's
1: and like, like maybe to go with LA Knight because he's hopefully mass hugely over. Right. But <clears throat> like, so do you remember when we were talking a couple of weeks ago about like how everything makes sense for AW and Bull punk? and punk to have like a, uh, like a huge feud and a, and like and it, it, like everybody should get together and like think of all the money they'd make and like all oh, that yep. would be huge and And then we said but punk yeah so I think when it comes to matters of like corporate you know just shenanigans play, <laughs> um but is it uh X ex, not exposure? What's the word I'm thinking? Yeah, it is exposure. Yeah, but, but when it comes to master cover exposure, yeah, I think you just have to say but WWE. So
3: <clears throat>
1: the the sensible guess would be LA Knight. The guess based on forty years of watching WWE would be
3: Logan Paul.
0: All right, Dara. Yeah, yeah. Oh here, god. sorry, sorry, sorry. Dara's dead. It's still no, my not my podcast. <laughs> femboy's
2: Ahoy!
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! Welcome to the Femboy <laughs> Rewind, the only <laughs> podcast that still loves femboys.
2: <laughs> Hosted by Daddy
3: Ass. (laughs)
1: God damn you. (laughs) My my (laughs) own joke and turned it against me.
2: (laughs) The old switcheroo. Uh, (laughs) Vince Russo, swerve. Swerve, bro. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay so in the time we have left
1: <laughs> oh my god we haven't even talked about forbidden I'm sorry I love Dara so much he is mad to go and get noodles but uh, we're not getting through forbidden door the next 10 minutes so. no we're not I love no. you I genuinely do and I hate to deprive you of noodles but I am going to do that very thing so let's
2: do it this way right instead of running down the whole card because I think that's <laughs> that's a bit much I want you to give me... Because there's a lot here. And I haven't seen it and I really do well,
1: want to see it. Well, do you it. know what? Because I, I, I think you're being slightly terrified by Wikipedia. So the first five matches were pre-show. So you can just cut them out. Okay. S- skip straight uh, MJF versus uh, Tanahashi. That's why I wanted and then, to say And then there's only there's only like five matches then.
2: Yeah. So I, I really wanted to kind of to dig into those ones because like as you said there are some pre-shows stuff there as well, right? So...
1: Yeah, never like... Like the only the only pre-show I'd mention is um filthy Tom Lawler was supposed to have a match with Adam Cole, but Adam Cole mm. came down with like the flu. So they gave him like a match with I think uh Serpentico on the pre show. But uh I don't think we need a twenty minute dissection of Tom Lawler <laughs>
2: and Serpentico
1: on the pre show.
2: So, matches I have seen. I have seen the Punk match, and I did see Omega and Will Osprey, which is fantastic. So, um, I'm going to open the floor to you here and kind of take us through those five matches.
1: Okay. So, uh, Punk, Tanahashi. uh, Brilliant. No, wait, am I mixing up? Was it MJF? No, it was Punk... Satoshi and MJF Hanatashi yeah Uh, so MJF Hanatashi was I mean like it was for the AEW world title but I think everybody knew that wasn't changing hands so this was basically um, an exercise in MJF being healed and it was phenomenal like so Hanatashi's whole thing is that his knees are just bollocks and uh, you know what he used to do is like um, his like not taunt but like his in-ring thing was like playing like pretend to play the guitar Uh, punk who walked out by the way in a robe that had written on the back new japan is an indie (laughs) that's just amazing (laughs) he's so like he's like i think what i love about mjf is that he's so he's obviously a bastard but he's such a details focused bastard see, he just he
2: just likes being a bastard though li-
1: that's the thing I never like he's so over he's so popular I never ever ever want to see him go face I want him like uh, I want him to be the opposite of Ricky the dragon steamboat I want look, him to want be you, I- a heel forever <laughs> Look,
2: I'll put it this way, right? I mean, the best heels are the ones that enjoy being heels.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, But anyway, so... uh, MGF had his match Tanahashi and, uh, I mean, the first thing he did when he got in the ring was he he did, like, Tanahashi's guitar thing and then he did, like... like, this ridiculous bow-legged walk. (laughs) He did this bow-legged walk around the ring and I mean, okay, the match was really good, but part of what this event suffered from this is such a weird sentence part of what what this event suffered from which was part of its success was part of what the previous Forbidden Door didn't suffer from which was part of its, not failure, but part of why it didn't do so good. So basically, the previous Forbidden Door, due to injuries and people being kind of reticent about it and New Japan not really being all in, was they didn't send the big names. Like, they didn't send the really big guys, right? But the last Forbidden Door was such a, a phenomenal success. So they sent the huge names. But the thing is, the huge names in New Japan now are, I mean, they're guys who've been doing a lot of years, you know? So Tanahashi, like his knees are shot Satoshi. I mean, he's, he's hanging in there, but he's not the Satoshi of before. Ishii, like he's got a incredible, like background and aura. Like his aura is incredible. Um, but once the bell rings like it's, you can see that he's not
2: the old Brayway problem.
1: Yeah, he's, he's not the easy of old. So this match with Tanahashi was really good. MJF did like a lot of like genuinely brilliant heel stuff. Like he got a huge amount of heat. Tanahashi came alive for the like the the uh, fight back like and he really got the crowd behind him like Tanahashi is undoubtedly still a star but and I'm saying this as a huge fan of AW and a huge fan of New Japan I was sat there in my pants with a big bottle of rum watching this going that's not 10-10 Tanahashi you know that's like we're getting a we're getting a lesser version of time. That's not to criticize him because he's obviously. Had a. I mean, I don't know what age he is, but I know that the uh, New Japan style like just destroys bodies. But for what it was, it was it was it he's was 46. Yeah, uh, 46 in New Japan years, which makes him 122.
0: Yeah, that checks up,
1: but it was a really good match because of what MJF did around Tanahashi. Load of amazing heel There's work.
2: actually so there's actually a bunch of criticism around this match. Believe it or not? Oh
1: no, I'd say, I'd say there is. Like it. Yeah. Again, Tony. It, Tony
2: actually even talked about it at a, at a press it, conference.
1: It really depends. Like your uh, opinion of this match really depends on how well you know the MJF character and how well you know. The uh, history of um
0: Hiroshi Tanahashi. But so what what were what were some of the criticisms? It was pretty much just what you
2: said that he was uh a lot slower than people were mm-hmm. expecting. Because I think a lot of people yeah. who are watching this know Tanahashi from being Tanahashi and not yeah. you know his body. You know, it kind of seems like the the old Undertaker problem where like you know this started to happen before he became super part time. Yeah, I mean Sting actually as well in TNA. There was other problems uh, around Sting kind of doing the same. Look, people get old; it's what happens, you know. And it's
1: yeah, like what what can you do? You can either sit there and you can go, "All right, this dude's broken apart," but he's a huge star, so like let's get into this match, or you can go, "Oh, boo," you know. You can't run because <laughs> your knees are shot because you've been landed on your knees in New Japan yeah, for 20 it, years. You know, it,
2: it, you can't, like, this is a case where you can't really have your cake in it too. It's like, if you want the be, you know, it's the old WCW thing as well. It's like, look, yeah, they're big stars. They're big stars for a reason because they've, they've had so much time logged in and they've done so much and ever, but they're broken down. Like, you know, that's
1: what happens. So, so this is actually where the, um, the difference between Forbidden Door last year and Forbidden Door this year really is is apparent because Forbidden Door last year, due to I mean it being the first one and obviously due to being plagued with injuries, didn't have huge New Japan names. But because it didn't have huge names, they sent in the young guys, and it was fen- like in ring it was phenomenal. New Japan, uh, sorry. Forbidden Door this year they did have the big names but because the big names are older guys like like the atmosphere was like much louder because obviously these these are these are big names and big matches and all but in ring it wasn't able to to deliver as much and as me and you talked about earlier the whole uh thrust of Forbidden Door is that it delivers in ring
3: yeah
2: so I mean, with that being said, I think since we're going through these, you want to run through the card and kind of give results, and then we can pick out. Yeah, yeah.
1: Highlights. So I'll, do you know what? Yeah, I won't. I won't make you go through everything. Uh, uh CM Punkins Satoshi, Satoshi Kojima.
2: I'm also if you, also if you notice, I've slightly gotten you to say the Japanese names. So
1: I ah. yeah. <laughs> there! I, I will be very expert at most, <laughs> most of them, but definitely not all of them. Because uh,
2: James, James Truepenny will be rather upset if I start butchering Japanese well, names.
1: Well, but, but, but here's the thing, actually, James Truepenny, who we've had on the podcast several times and who is just the most wonderful, handsome man. um would not be upset if he butchered them. He'd be upset if he got them perfectly right, because his whole gimmick is that he's the New Japan guy.
2: Ah, that's true. That's true.
1: And you should listen to a show if you haven't, folks. Yeah,
2: Good. you should. If you want to get back all... on, we need to get back on for something that isn't the
1: brawl for all. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. But well, if you want to hear all the New Japan names pronounced properly, um. You should go to uh James Troop any. So anyway, CM wow. Punk versus Seamus Kojima. Uh it was the <laughs> men's uh, Owen Hart Cup Tournament first round. Really good. This was actually supposed to be uh CM Punk versus Kenta. And there. that's what I thought. A bit of back and forth whether Kenta was the one who didn't want it or CM Punk was the one who didn't want it. I'll be honest with you. If you're either of them, I I don't understand why you wouldn't. Maybe yeah. maybe maybe it's like a stone cold Brock Lesnar thing. Maybe they're saying no. When CM Punk and to fight, it has to be a main event. Maybe, Fair. Fair. but I, I mean, I, I don't I don't know.
2: I don't know, like, look, I'll be honest with you. That's a match I do want to see, and it was one I was looking forward to. I'm kind yeah, of like. Great. Yeah, I'm kinda of bummed out it didn't happen. But I mean, hey, look, if they do it at like all in or you know, whatever. It's like, absolutely. Do it
1: uh, in London. Why not <laughs> yeah. CM Punk won. Decent match. Like it was. uh it was, yeah. Good good match. Not not blow away. Not five stars written, but uh no. very, very a enjoyable. Sol- a solid three and a half. Yeah. Um but remember, I'm sitting here watching Forbidden Door, which has this reputation as, you know, Banger Factory. I'm like, oh, two really good matches. But when it comes to Forbidden Door, really good is like, like the mm. standard is two insane matches.
0: Yeah.
1: Anyway, luckily... Orange Cassidy, Zack Sabre Jr., Katsuyoro Shibata, and Daniel Garcia came along to prove me wrong with yes. an incredible four-way match for the AEW International Championship. I mean, this is one of those matches where it's just, uh, you can't go through it move by move. AW, and I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's AW. Mm. I don't know if it's the way they do it. I don't know if it's because of the way WWE do it. Or I don't know if it's just down to the individual wrestlers, how they like to formulate their matches. But AEW has this incredible way of doing three-way and four-way matches that are fights between three and four people. It's not that somebody gets thrown out. Then you just have a one-on-one match for five minutes and then somebody else comes in and throws somebody else out. And then you have a one-on-one match for five minutes. Mm. Like, the, I have just the utmost respect for these wrestlers because the way they structure these matches is, I mean, it's incredible. And that's
2: interesting because, like, it's funny you mentioned, you know, the way that they normally do fatal forays and triple threats it's why I don't really like them is because the, you know at the house show that's exactly how they did their triple threat matches you know they, 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 someone they, was
1: thrown out yeah one on one match yeah and it was like this is ridiculous now, this whole match and it's mad because I'm looking at it now on Wikipedia and I can't believe it was only 11 minutes long but this whole match was a, a fantastically booked like really intricate dance between four different wrestlers and they each had their time to shine and mm. they each had their time to be with, like to, to fight each other, but they yeah. also each had their time to fight as a four-way and it was just, and I'm going to say the star of it, uh Orange Cassidy is one of my favourite wrestlers in the world. In fact, my girlfriend is currently working on, a of a big, tricolor up in uh, my mind cave and my girlfriend is currently working on uh, painting an orange Cassidy logo on the orange part of the tricolor Ah. love right Zack Sabre Jr just he is half and I mean half a step below Brian Danielson. he's amazing wow Uh, Katsuyoro Shibata as the pure champion and I don't normally like gimmicked championships, but I love the pure championship. He is terrifying. He looks like someone who is not there to have fun, who's not there to wrestle you, who's to get in the ring and hurt, and you. hurt you as quickly and efficiently as possible. Right. But for me, the star of the match was Daniel Garcia. Interesting. He's in because he's doing, because he's in there with these three wrestlers. And he's doing this sports entertainer gimmick. So I know you Mm. haven't seen this, but there's this brilliant bit where there's uh, Zack Sabre Jr. and Katsuyor Shabata. Like, two of the hardest men alive, right? Mm. And Daniel Garcia is in there. And hes I I don't know if you've seen it, but he does this gyrating dance. (laughs) I'm a sports (laughs) entertainer, right? Yeah, And Katsuyor Shabata just... Bang! And you know what these new Japan elbows are like? Like they look like they break your jaw. Yeah. Bangs probably because
2: probably they do. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Bangs them with one of these elbows and Daniel Garcia like doesn't fall back, doesn't like fire up, doesn't shout, doesn't fight back, just does this <laughs> does his sports entertainer dance. <laughs> and <laughs> turns around and Zach Sabre you just clocks him with another one and he just does his sports entertainer dance and the two of them just keep clocking him with the most vicious elbows you've ever seen and bit by bit his sports entertainer dance gets like more and more woozy and then he just collapses but my god to be to be the guy in a match with Orange Cassidy and to have the best gimmick that's that's pretty special I
2: love that. Actually, I'm going to probably watch it just for that reason because that's
1: it. It is. Hilarious. And honest to God, if I had to recommend three matches, it would be uh, uh, obviously Omega Osprey, uh, Danielson, Okada. And my third recommendation would genuinely be the four way intercontinental match. Okay. Uh, Sonata, Jungle Boy, really good match. Like, nobody's getting super excited about this. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. And it's but it's not fair because like everybody's always saying to EW, you gotta build new stars, you gotta build new stars. And I said, Right, here's Jungle Boy, he's brilliant in ring, he's like really like the crowd loves him, he's over with everybody, so we're gonna put him up against the New Japan world champion. But I think everybody knew he wasn't gonna win. And also, current New Japan champion Sonata, he's He's not like a mega over champion. Mm. So these two guys actually worked a really great match, like a genuinely really good match. But it was just heatless. Yeah. I mean, the thing about it is, I, now I haven't seen it, but
2: looking at the show, it's like, that's going to get lost. <laughs> it you sticks know, out. Yeah. yeah there's, not, there's nothing to get you excited there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's in between, from all accounts, a great fate of our match. And then a 10-man ter- ten- a ten- a match with the with but- oh, with the just... <laughs> with the elite and with the black Blackpool Combat Club. So like, come on. This is where the stars are.
1: Now, the only thing I would say about this match is that after Jungle Boy lost in a valiant, like a really valiant endeavor like if you're judging this as a match, this is a brilliant match. Uh, like I know people have different issues with Jungle Boy and New Japan fans have different different issue with Sonata, but like Mm. they put on a really good match like again completely admit (laughs) largely heatless but a great match but anyway after the match Jungle Boy and his friend Hook Taz's young fella are walking up the, the aisle and Jungle Boy has this thing where at the start of the year he promised that he would hold a singles championship by the end of
0: 2023.
1: Mm. And Taz's young fella, Hook, has Taz's FTW championship. And Hook was out consoling Jungle Boy about his loss and didn't the scallywag turn round and level Hook and lift his FTW championship. Wow, well, so, he went heel. So Jungle Boy's gone heel. Uh, I haven't actually seen Dynamite this week, but apparently he's gotten rid of Jungle Boy. He's just Jack Perry. He's gotten rid of the um, uh, doing the entrance music. Da da, da 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 da. Gotten rid of that. He's uh, and he's gone full Marshall. Wow. Okay. So at least there was a bit of story to it.
2: So, so then I think you had one of what people would consider one of the main events. Um, what was this like? Cause I haven't seen it.
1: Just, I know people have different issues or different opinions of the box, but whether or not you like them as performers, that's subjective. That's up to you. But as people who can plan and execute multi-man matches
0: mm.
1: they are the literal best in the world you had 10 people in this match multi-man well, match multi-man match you had 10 people but you had you had 5 different feuds happening at different times mm. so you were you were telling different stories it like was a bit where uh, so um Eddie Kingston was on the side of um of uh, the elite. Even though he doesn't like the elite, he's like, I don't like you, but I hate you less than I hate Claudio Castagnoli. Uh, but so Eddie, Eddie Kingston doesn't like the elite, but he hates Claudio.
0: Mm.
1: But he's still friends with John Moxley, right? right? Who was on the side of, obviously, the BCC. And there was a moment where the, the Young Bucks were lining up to do a double kick on like a prone John like his hands were behind his back this was just going to be a two people kicking him in the face and even though he was in the opposite team Eddie like dove across the ring and saved him and then started fighting Claudio Castlingoli you know like this was just the most intricately planned 10 man match I've ever seen that was not only like intricately planned in terms of moves and spots and blah 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 but there was in, so intricately planned in terms of storyline so the stuff with like uh, obviously Eddie Kingston and Moxley was huge but then you had stuff with like uh, the Young Bucks and Hangman in their own team you know because I mean they've hated each other for a long time and mm. um, and you have the whole stuff like when you go through the individual members but like the BCC and the Elite as a whole because now it turns out that uh, Blood and Guts is going to be BCC versus the, this just oh. was the most incredible like I really hear when people like talk about the Young Bucks as if they're like you know spot fest monkeys yeah like they are, I mean, they definitely do their spots. Like <laughs> They love their ridiculous spots. But they are absolute masters at ring psychology and crafting stories within, I mean, a 10-man match is just chaos. Mm. And yet they've taken a 10-man match and they've crafted a really definable, like traceable, Watchable story out of it with maybe four or five different arcs coming. So you got the you got the Kingston Moxley arc, like I saved you. Are you still going to fight me? You've got the Kingston Claudio Casagnoli arc, where they're like, well, "Hi, I would like to murder you very much." Uh, you got the Wheeler Utah arc, where where Wheeler is still like the young guy of the BCC and. Uh, <laughs> In in the uh, in the uh, media scrum or in the after Forbidden Door in the post media scrum, they were asking Brian dyson's like, "Oh, so the BCC lost?" Mm-hmm. Um, and Brian Dyson in there with his literal real life broken arm, and he said, "So the BCC lost." Uh, Wheeler Utica pinned. Like, uh, how do you feel about that? And he's like, "Yeah." I'm going to beat shit out of Wheeler <laughs> it's like, But they the build so many matches. It's just like I watch it as a fan and I'm like in awe. And then I watch it as someone who was, I mean, it's a stretch to say that I was a wrestler, but I watch it as someone who is involved in wrestling and I'm just blown away. Mesmerized. It's
2: just incredible so what have you got so there are there are a bunch of matches here right
0: uh, I, know,
2: I, know, I know you want your noodles I'll skip no no right no 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 no, no. I just I, I don't like I don't want to jump to the main event because like I want to see the main event myself because I love akata I really do and I'm annoyed that I didn't have internet for three days so I couldn't actually <laughs> see this it's actually very annoying because uh, this show sounds unreal but I, I want to like Okay, let's just let's just get it out of the way. Um, go to Osprey and Kenny Omega. I hear it's probably match right. of the year. Is that true? Because I mean, it, I mean, I know it's true, but tell me why it's true.
1: I will. Before that was Tony Storm versus Willow Nightingale, and this is one of the issues: is that AEW doesn't have uh, because New Japan is is an all men's promotion. Yeah, AEW doesn't have a relationship with like. Stardom or any of the groups like that, yeah. I need so, a
2: Josie's, yeah,
1: yeah. So, this is basically AW versus AW, it's a very good match. Tony Storm won, good match. Oh, now, yeah. after that, Will Ospreay defeated Kenny Omega. So, I could take it through a long winded thing, just like deeply, uh, like. You know, investigating and looking into each aspect of the match and and how it related to their their first match because there are so many callbacks in this to their first match. But the only thing I can say is that it is easily, without question, and that includes the Danielson Okada. Although to be fair, he had a broken arm, so but easily the match of the year and. It's it's hard for me to say whether it was better than the previous Osprey uh, Omega match, but it's very easy for me to say. that. They, and this is something I've been on the fence of for a long time. So I've told you about this. Um, like, my favourite wrestler is Bret Hart. Always has been always will be Bret Hart. And man, ever since I started watching AEW, I a like, bit by bit, Kenny Omega is like incredible and then I'm like Kenny Omega is not incredible he's he's amazing then Kenny Omega is not amazing he's he's essential and then I got to the point where Kenny Omega is on my my Rushmore of wrestling
0: Mm.
1: and now it comes to who is my favourite wrestler and Bret Hart has this incredible and I mean it's not fair because he can't wrestle anymore But Bret Hart has this incredible backlog of matches, just sensation. And nobody like the main thing I look from I look for from wrestling is that like make me forget that this isn't real. Mm. Right. And Bret Hart is an absolute master at that. But I gotta tell you now, after 30 odd years. Of Bret Hart being my favorite wrestler, and I mean it hurts me to say this. Man, I'm I'm fifty 50. Wow. I think Kenny Omega might be the greatest wrestler who's ever lived. Wow. And that I mean that's my review of this match. Uh, fair again,
2: it makes me want to watch it more. It really does. Uh, <laughs> Well, Damn. I don't want to get waiting about it. I mean, where do you, where do you go from that? Um, I I think the next match is is not going to do that. I mean, it looked like it was fun. Ah, uh,
1: uh, do you know what? But, it actually broke my heart because the so it's it's a uh, Sting, Darby Allen, Tetsu Naito versus Naito's a uh, Yeah, Naito's so cool. He, he he is he is versus Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Minoru Suzuki. Right, these are all great wrestlers. It just didn't happen on the night.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Uh, they just didn't mesh well. Like, normally on an AEW pay-per-view, like when the Sting multi-man match comes up, you're like, oh, yeah, boy. It's going to be super fun. Like, Sting's going to do something ridiculous. Like, he's going to get powerbombed through 40 tables, and then he's just going to <laughs> stand up but like rip someone's head off and blah, blah, blah. 40 <laughs> tables for whatever uh, reason, like normally, like one of my favorite, like if you go back through our AEW reviews, you'll see this. One of my favorite parts of any AEW pay-per-view is is the Sting multi-man match because yeah. it's just, it's nonsense. It's just like, <laughs> uh, like, like, Sting in reality is a 63-year-old band. Sting Mm. in AEW is an immortal god. And he just does this mad stuff. And even though his body can't handle it, like he he like he does his dives off tables and dives off balconies and Like they do an incredible job of protecting him. Like so, they actually don't have him wrestle that much. But what they'll have him do is do a a huge dive off the balcony. But there'll be like eight guys there to catch him, you know. Right. And so they 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 treat Sting very well. So I was super looking for this, but for whatever reason, this match just didn't click. A lot of botches. Mm, not much chemistry between the guys (sighs) a lot of moves missed like people people falling before they were actually hit with anything and it just it's a bad night I mean none of the guys yeah yeah that's what it is none of the guys in this match are bad
2: it's just a bad night and the main event Daniel uh, Daniel Bryan
1: versus Okada well this was easily not easily because Osprey Omega exists but I'm I'm actually going to put this above Osprey Omega because mm. do, do you know what happened in this match? Uh,
2: I know he broke his arm and finished the match with it
1: so Brian Danielson and Kazuchika kind of which is an
2: absolutely an, ridiculous I mean and, uh, do not do that they, an an,
1: they had an amazing match like this was a br- <clears throat> I mean it kind of depends what sort of wrestling you're into if you're like into like really vicious, really intricate like submission striking, like this isn't the young bucks bouncing around the place. This is two be people beating the living shit out of each other. Uh trying to that yeah absolutely. yeah trying to trying to break the bones of the other person, right? So if you just watch this match with no knowledge of what happened, this is a brilliant match. Mm. It's maybe not the match of the night, but it's the second best match of the night. And it's phenomenal. When you watch this match with the knowledge that Daniel Brian Danielson broke his goddamn arm ten minutes into a 30-minute match. Oh my holy god. Like instantly leapfrogs over Omega Osprey match of the year Brian Danielson is the hardest man who has ever lived I think it's a, like
0: yeah
2: I think so and, yeah.
1: and then even take it all this, like, the actual match itself sensational the first guy to tap out Okada in 15 years
0: oh. mother of God <laughs> just there we go so 50 stars <laughs>
2: so is, the, is that the rating for the pay-per-view overall 50 stars I
1: mean you no know, like if I was going to give the pay-per-view rating I mean like r- realistically there were some uh, parts of it that were not like like yeah. MJF um, Tanahashi was great but it obviously wasn't like world-class Tanahashi and this thing match wasn't great but I mean you could not watch a pay-per-view with the mm. Uh, Omega match with the Danielson match and with the uh, uh, Orange Cassidy four way and give it anything less than an absolute like A not not A plus. The other yeah, I, there are I, some stuff that drag it down, but this is definitely an A pay per view.
2: I mean, I'll be honest with you, I'm very much looking forward to watching the show. I'm probably gonna watch it. If not tomorrow, uh no, I won't be watching tomorrow because money in the bank is tomorrow, but I will watch it on Sunday and I'll probably give my update thoughts very um, briefly. Coming
1: down to your house on Sunday with a couple of mackie D's, a few bottles of whiskey, a couple of pillows, like don't you sit on the couch? We can lay down on the ground and watch it. And
0: we're gonna we're gonna do this. <laughs> I mean look,
2: I, I I need to watch it, man. I do. I, I again. Folks, the internet being cut off, not by your own fault, but just, I don't know what happened to my internet. It just didn't work. And we had to wait until someone came in and fixed it. And uh, I still don't know what the problem was because I wasn't here. But it is fixed and I'll be able to watch it. So uh, I'll give up the thoughts next week. Uh, Martin, is there anything you want to plug before we get out here this week? Yes. Fem boys. Okay. Uh, <laughs> doesn't even miss a V Uh, (laughs) right, well folks if this is your first time checking us out thank you so much we do appreciate it we'll be back with more nonsense next week Um, we're going to be looking at money in the bank and um, yeah whatever else happens um, from WWE, and then we're back in time machine Martin uh, I don't know (gasps) where where are we going going, Dara I think we're going to go to uh, in your house at some point uh, so do the whole run of it. Actually, in your
1: house. this is this is a good this is a good question to put to the our, our adoring fans. Um I think a good arc would be the in-your-house arc. Mm. Start obviously apart from the ones we have covered like uh Valentine's Day Massacre and Buried Life, um but I think it covers like a really like crucial part of WWE history where it moves from the new generation era into the Attitude era. Yeah. But I also know my good friend Dara has some um, stuff from TNA. He'd love to... Yeah, I mean, there's
2: 30 of these shows. Uh, yeah. So, oh, sorry. No, we won't include the NXT ones. There's 27 and we've already done two. So that's 25. So there's 25 shows that we have. So that won. would
1: keep us going till. <laughs> next year
2: yeah and i might actually like inters- I might, we might take breaks because we, we'll have some guests on obviously and stuff comes up and we might do some tna shows as well like um there was the, the there's a few I like i think we'll start off with in your house um number one from 1995 i think that's probably oh, the next yeah. show we're gonna do um oh, yeah but, so
1: you're going with my idea
2: yeah absolutely but i mean what we will do is we probably will intersperse it with um. obviously current stuff and then some TNA stuff as well but yeah the next show we're going to do so if you're playing along at home and you want to do your homework uh, in your house number one is the next show we're going to do oh no it's the next show not
1: Money uh, in the bike?
2: no I mean in The Time Machine
1: oh in the time machine
2: yes. yeah yeah so when we go back to the time machine after money in the bank although technically
1: the bank. by the time we do money in the bank it will be in the past so that's true that's true But I look, mean, I don't want to be a pain in the arse Darla, but I'm going fair. to be a pedantic pain in the arse that's fair that's fair
2: <laughs> alright folks well we'll be back next week to discuss that and oh, no, thank you so much for joining us talk to you then guys
1: send us a femboy euro <laughs> bye guys